Welcome to Quotable, a female millennial entrepreneur podcast. The show by and for female millennial entrepreneurs who are building and running thriving, successful businesses while living life to the fullest. I'm your host, Alessandra Polina, owner of Quotable Media Co., a PR and media company. After nearly 10 years of building a PR agency, I've learned a lot about business and entrepreneurship, but the most valuable things have always come through conversation with other women who have been in it too, and I want to share all of that with you. So sit back, fill your coffee cup up, and listen in. Sending out that first pitch can be a bit nerve-wracking. And not necessarily just the first pitch of your life. I'm not talking about if you've never pitched media before and this is your first time ever pitching media for a story that you want them to cover. But even any new pitch you're sending out for the first time, whether it's for just a new story idea, a new person that you've never pitched before, a new initiative you're working on that you haven't really put out there yet, even for a new client, for an agency like mine, If you're doing it on your own, though, it can be even more nerve-wracking. I totally understand that because you might not have someone to run it by for a second set of eyes. You might not have a team like we do where we can kind of work on things together, brainstorm ideas, kind of work through any, you know, issues or something that doesn't sound quite right, things like that. So, and also, like, if you're doing it for by yourself, you just won't have as much experience probably working with media and knowing how they think and, you know, the kind of ways they're going to be looking at stuff and everything like that. So I find that people often, they kind of get through what they think of as the hard part they get through kind of they've got they've come up with ideas they know what they want to you know what they want to pitch what kind of stories they want written about their company they've built the media list found the media contact info drafted the pitch and then the minute they feel like they should send the pitch like when they should actually send the email there's something that kind of holds them back or they get a little anxious about actually pressing send without even really necessarily knowing why. And I've seen this in a lot of different instances and people will be like, I have the pitch, but you know, like sometimes it'll be like, they'll be like, oh, can you like, like people in my bootcamp program or people that I've worked with, like at pitch part in our pitch parties and stuff like that, they'll be like, can you just like look at it one more time? Or they'll just say like, I have the pitch, but like, I just keep not actually sending it. And sometimes they don't really know why, but you know, they've gone through, as I said, like the things that we think are hard and like kind of put everything together in the way that they know is correct. But there's just something about actually pressing send that, you know, they're be they're holding themselves back. So there are a few main things that I recommend that people can do to gain that confidence that you need to actually send the email. And uh, usually because I find that feeling anxious about doing something like this usually comes from not feeling totally 100% sure about it. Either that you're doing it right (laughs) or that it will come across, you know, the way that you want it to or something like that. And I totally get it. We don't want to look, you don't want to look bad. You don't want to come across as wrong or saying the wrong thing or putting ourselves out there if it won't be a positive situation. And even if you know you kind of did all the right, right things, right, right in air quotes, like, you know, you followed all the right steps, you've done all the right things. There can just be little things that hold you back without even really realizing what they are or, or knowing what to do about it. So these are a couple of the things that, again, I think it comes down to confidence in most cases. So these are things that will make you feel more confident in actually feeling ready to press send and even better 
to actually feel excited for what will come from your pitch, right? Because we want you to press send and then be like, oh my gosh, I cannot wait to see what this person says. I think they're going to love this pitch. They're going to, you know, put together a great story, ask me to do an interview, whatever that is, and be really excited for that. So the first thing to to do is to double check the person you're sending it to. Just double check like anything about them that you can find. Read their most recent articles again. Check their social media to see what they've been writing about. Make sure they're still at the same outlet. You know, if, if this is kind of like if you put together your media list a couple days ago or a couple weeks ago, a couple months ago, and you're kind of like now ready to pitch this person, just double check. Make sure they're still writing for that outlet. Make sure they're still writing about that thing, you know, that topic. Make sure, you know, to get a sense of what their articles that have come out most recently have been about, just so you have a sense of what they're thinking about lately, what they're doing, what they're working on, and just generally make sure that you're still, you know, a great fit, that they are still the person that you think should write this story. Um, Because, uh, you know, it sounds obvious, but if you're sure the writer is going to be interested in what you have to say, it's a lot easier to feel good about your pitch. And sometimes just refreshing, even if you are sure about all those things, maybe you've been following them, you know, on social media this whole time. So you see them and you know that they've been, you know, that they're still at that outlet, still writing these things, still interested in these topics. Just doing a quick refresher to kind of re-emphasize how much you think they are a perfect fit for this story, how much you think that this is totally right up their alley. They love, you know, hearing about this kind of topic. They would be the perfect person to write a story on you or your brand. That can just make you feel really good about your pitch and make you feel more likely to, to be excited to press send. So just refreshing that can be really helpful. The next thing to do is double check your subject line because this is something that's often overlooked after you spent so long on the pitch itself. But the sad truth is... If the subject line isn't great, they'll never even open the email to see if your pitch email was great. So you could have the best pitch in the world if they're not going to open the email. It doesn't matter. So make sure to take a second look at the subject line before you press send and just make sure it gets the key point across and that it will entice the receiver to actually open it. I'm sure I've talked about subject lines before. And actually, I'm trying to think if I can direct you to something. If not, we will do an episode soon. I'm going to double check. And if I, if I have some good resources on that, maybe I'll try to put it in the show notes, but there's a lot about subject lines. You should look into it. Make sure you have a really strong subject line. can think off the top of my head, like what episode I will have talked about it in most recently. Um, but that is important and it could be a whole episode in itself. So I can't go into too much of it right now, but you want to make sure the person's going to open the email. Um, the next thing would be to check your own socials and website and like just your whole you know online persona um I know I just said to do this for the writer but also do it for yourself a lot of times people feel held back because even if they don't admit it they're a little either like embarrassed by or lack confidence in their own online presence and are slightly worried, you know, even if it's just in the back of their mind that if the writer looks them up, they might think they aren't as professional as they made it sound or they aren't as worthy as some competitor who maybe comes across as bigger or better or something like that. And again, it might not even be something you've ever fully admitted to yourself, but it might be kind of there in the back of your mind, like, oh, I don't know, you know, so-and-so's Instagram looks 
so much better than mine, you know, whatever that, whatever that is. So take a look at your social, take a look at your website. If you have any other online presence, just look at all of it, clean up anything you may not want to be a key takeaway for a writer coming to check you out. So if you have like an old offer still up on your website or, or that you've talked about in social, like somewhat recently, but maybe it's not something you want people to be thinking about for you anymore, take it down. Um, if you don't have strong wording around something that on your site, if like you don't have anywhere on your site, something related to the thing you're pitching in your media pitch, maybe you want to make sure to have a page about it or a section somewhere on your site that does mention it, or at least, you know, uses some of some similar messaging or wording or something that relates to the types of things you're trying to get out into the media so that it's just consistent and they're not like, oh, is this, you know, is this person really interested in this thing? Because it doesn't look like there's, you know, any information on their website about it. And this is the thing they're pitching me as, you know, a story for them. So you just want to make sure you like anywhere that you can kind of strengthen their idea of what you're all about in their mind. So when they come across you, they're like, oh yeah, this totally makes sense. This is consistent with what, you know, they, they've kind of, what this person's pitched to me that they're all about. Yeah. Try to make sure that it really, that it really is there. Um, yeah, if you're if you're excited for what someone will find from your online presence and you think that it will entice them to want to learn more and to talk to you more about this, then that's going to make you more excited to email them. Whereas if you're slightly wishing you had updated your website recently or you've been meaning to update the highlights on your Instagram page or something with more updated about info and you feel like it's a little outdated or just old or whatever that might be, you're going to just have that in the back of your mind when you send this email out and not feel super excited and confident about it. So do what you can to clean it up or feel really good about it as good as you can without it like actually holding you back, like, you know, time wise or feeling like you have to fully update your whole website or something like that. Just small tweaks where you can to make you feel more confident with it. And then make sure that you're, you know, this is kind of along the same lines. Make sure that your media kit or materials are, you know, again, consistent and match up similar to your online presence. Make sure that your media kit, if you have one or whatever materials you might send with the pitch or that the writer might request later on are all up to date. You don't want to have to scramble later on if they do ask for more materials. And you certainly don't want to send anything that isn't fully consistent with your current you know, whatever, looks, feels, topics, whatever you're talking about. So, you know, you don't want to send something like that with your pitch because that will be confusing and not make sense. So make sure you have your photography, you know, cleaned up, ready to go. Make sure you have good imagery if that makes sense for your for your pitch or your brand. Make sure you have them in an easily shareable, well-labeled folder. Make sure the branding on your media kit is up to date and that all the details and info in your media kit or again like on your website wherever whatever material you might direct somebody to if they are like yeah cool I want to like write this story can you send me some more background info you know like whatever that is or if you don't even have <laughs> something like that if you don't have a backgrounder page you know maybe you don't need have a whole media kit but you have like a backgrounder sheet on this specific topic or you know initiative or thing um, or on your company whatever that is just make sure you have it and make sure that it's going to be as, you know, the info there is supportive of your pitch so that it makes sense. Because again, if there's any concern in the back of your mind that if they say they want to do a story on you and th then you're going to have to 
scramble to find a subpar headshot that you don't even feel comfortable having anyone see, that's going to be holding you back and not necessarily feeling super confident in pressing send. So make sure your materials are ready to go and that you love them. Because again, it's not even just feeling like you have them. It's I, I see sometimes I can just tell someone's like not going to feel super duper confident in having those materials be used. Like they don't love how they look in their headshot or like something, it's going to be something that sounds as simple as that, but it does, it holds you back. So check those things, get them ready to go. Um, then make sure too that it's super clear and that there are no questions that come up from seeing the pitch. And I don't mean no questions at all. Like you know, they might have questions for more detail or, you know, questions about how the story would work or whatever, but make sure that it's not like raising more questions than it's answering, if you know what I mean, or that it's like raising questions that like of things that just don't make sense because that's just going to make it confusing and confusing is not an easy yes (laughs) for someone. And you want this person to have an easy yes in terms of, yes, I want to write this story. Like I want to work with you on this piece or whatever that is. So I feel like there's nothing worse than finally pressing send and then later rereading it and thinking it could have been clearer or, you know, there's something kind of a bit off or like something that doesn't fully make sense if you didn't know already like what you're talking about. So one thing that does hold you back is worrying that someone won't fully understand exactly what you mean. And it's super tough to get everything across in a short and sweet email. So I totally get that. We all struggle with it. But the key is getting all the important info across while also keeping it short enough that they'll actually read it. And that is something that you just really need to practice and work on sometimes over and over again. And sometimes that means writing it and then like letting it sit for a little bit, come back to it later with clearer eyes and seeing if there's anything you cut out while it still makes sense. But also make sure that you're not including any potentially ambiguous statements or information. Make sure that the story you're suggesting is super clear and obvious from your email so they won't be confused or have any major, again, like major additional questions about what exactly you mean. Cause they're probably just not gonna bother asking. Like if they don't fully understand what you even mean by like what the story would be about, they probably won't bother ever getting back to you. So think about those things, make sure it's that clear. If there's anything where you're sort of like, well, I don't, you know, know exactly what that sentence means, but like it sounded good or, you know, something like that, like don't use it. If there's anything where somebody could ask you and you're like, eh, I'm not quite sure like why I said that, don't use it. Um, But on the other hand, you know, if you feel super sure that your pitch is asking this person to write a fantastic story that you know they'd love, you'll feel ready to press send. So that's kind of, again, more about like the actual pitch itself, but just come back to it to make sure it's super clear, not asking any, you know, not adding any questions that they might have. I wanted to let you know that we're kicking off another round of the Ultimate PR Bootcamp. This October, we're welcoming in a small group for our hands-on bootcamp program where we walk through every aspect of doing your own PR and actually help make sure you do it and do it well. This is a mixture of course videos and homework that you can do on your own time, as well as monthly live workshops and unlimited hands-on feedback from me that ensures that you get quality media coverage coming out about your brand within a matter of months. Sign up and get access by October 3rd, and we kick off with the first workshop on Friday, October 7th. 
We're starting in the fall, so you'll be in the media by the new year. It's expected that you can get through the material in the first six weeks to three months, but you have access to the monthly workshops for a full year just to make sure you can stay on track and get results over time because we know PR is in the long game. It's not about, you know, you're not going to get everything in the first three months and then be finished. We want you to stay in the media all the time. So this is a small group. We're capping it at 10 people so that we can be super hands-on. So join the waitlist so you'll get first dibs when registration opens. We do have payment plans. We also have a small gift for anybody who signs up. Um, it's gonna be really fun. So join the waitlist, get $100 off, and you can join at quotablemediaco.thinkific.com. We'll put the link in the show notes. You can also find it from our main website, quotablemediaco.com, and click on resources. Sign up there to get $100 off if you're on the waitlist and you choose to join, no obligation, just join that waitlist just in case you want to. You'll get the first details and I hope to see some of you in there. Stand by every statement that's made in this pitch. Make sure you stand by every single thing you say in the pitch because similarly, like, you don't want them to come to you and ask about something that you said and you're like, I'm not quite sure. Or like, oh, that's not actually like something I wanted you to focus on. Like, I just thought it, you know, sounded good in the pitch. Like they might focus on any piece of what you've written, even though, you know, you don't have to think about this isn't, they're they're not going to actually publish the pitch itself. Right. But you have to kind of think about it as media material once it's in the hands of media, meaning you can't over-exaggerate or, you know, anything like that or say anything that you wouldn't want potentially published. Again, even though this is not getting published, they're going to use, they, they might use this information as, you know, background info on the piece. This is what they're supposed to be deciding if they want to write a piece about based on this email. So make sure that everything is totally factually correct and make sure that you'd be open to and able to speak in more depth on really anything that you mention in the pitch, because that's what they'll assume. Um, if you put it in there, then that's something they can ask about or, you know, build, build their story around or build the conversation with you around if they're going to interview you or something. So it can be awkward to send a pitch and have them get back to you with interest in what you thought of as like maybe one little sentence that was just like helping, I don't know, add some color or whatever, but it turns out they have lots of questions about that specific thing and you didn't actually know that much about it or something like that. Like you just thought that tidbit made the pitch sound nice, but now they want to like, you know, ask you more details about that. So be prepared to talk about anything in your pitch and make sure you'd feel confident having anything that you wrote be published. Again, I don't want you to get the wrong idea. They are not going to publish this pitch, but just come to it with that mindset. Like if they were going to publish these sentences and people knew I said these things, like, would that be, would I feel okay with that? If there's any niggle of a doubt in, the, in your mind about any of it, your conscience may be trying to hold you back from loving your pitch or not trying to, but your conscience might be holding back from loving your pitch. If there's any piece of you, that's like, mm, I just, I hope that like, if they get back to me, they don't, you know, ask me for more details about like, you know, this or that, or ask me for the, like these numbers. Cause I don't know if they're still accurate or something like that. You know, they, that might be holding you back from loving your pitch. And then again, it's that confidence that they're going to feel. So, um, yeah. The, and the other thing actually kind of, I guess, almost sort of touching on what I just said, the next thing that kind of comes from that is to be ready for with quotes or to answer more questions. So not only obviously should you 
like everything you said in the pitch and be able to talk about it, but also prep quotes and answers in advance. Because again, even though this isn't the pitch itself, just it comes back to feeling confident, knowing that you know more information about this stuff so that if they do get back to you or when they do get back to you, you can talk more about it. You're going to feel better. The more prepared you are, the better you'll feel about sending this pitch. If you're worried you don't know enough background or details about how your pitch relates to like whatever, like to something going on in the real world or anything like that, brush up on it. Anything related to what they might ask you, like competitors, the current landscape of your industry, whatever that might be that kind of like could relate to or touch on your pitch or, you know, whatever your whatever your pitch was about. If there's other corresponding or related details, brush up on it. Just make sure that you feel prepped and ready. And not only um, will you have confidence in general, but it will also likely make your pitch stronger because, yeah, maybe you can even use some of those details in your pitch now. But also, yeah, you'll just know that, okay, when they get back to me, I know exactly what to say. I'm going to sound really knowledgeable and smart about this when they, you know, if they want to call me and ask some questions. And if you don't feel that way, if you're like, if they call to ask me like some more details about, you know, something about this, I'm not really going to know what to say. Like, all I really know is my thing. I don't know how it relates to, you know, whatever other stuff going on in the market that might be holding you back. And lastly, if you can, um, find someone to read it over and make sure the main takeaway is what you want. You're so close to your business and your brand and this pitch specifically that it really can take someone else who is not so close to it to read through to make sure that it makes perfect sense and to make sure that an outsider will take away what you want from it. Sometimes when you're so close to something, you can either leave out really important detail that like you just kind of assume, you know, you didn't not even that you assume it, but like when you're writing it, like you don't even think to put it in. You kind of assume that anybody would know it, even if you know that's not the case, you know, um, or, you know, something like that. So if you can get someone to do this try to it's always helpful I think even if you know even if they just say oh yeah it looks great like it's it reads wonderful whatever it, again that should give you a little more confidence so that's good too um, but if they can give you some helpful feedback too of like you know what it would be cool if there was a little more detail about this or that or you know this I didn't really get what you meant or something like that great um, when you have them read it ask them what they think you're really trying for in the email itself like what, what are you really asking um what is the what is the resulting media article like that you're looking for what would it be about or what would it look like um ask them if they if that comes across like if you read this email what would you think i'm asking for and see what they say and hopefully it's what you really do want hopefully it's what this the story is that you are pitching and if not you need to fix it up a little um and if they say they totally get it and like wow this sounds like a cool story then that's gonna make you feel even better and ready to press send. So yeah, I mean, that's, if you do all these things, that's pretty much the, the main things that I think of that make people feel ready to press send, feel confident. I think if you do all of these things, every time you put together a pitch, you will feel ready to press send. I know it kind of sounds like a lot when I go through it this way, but it's the kind of things that you'll get used to just doing as you get ready to pitch any media story and like to pitch any story to any like media outlet any media person it'll start to kind of be second nature because you'll kind of just 
you know, think of these things as you go. But also it doesn't hurt to make a bit of a checklist of these things just to make sure you really do think about them each every single time. Like, even if it is little things, even if you know, like, you know, I know my website, my socials like really perfect because I checked it last time I pitched and that was only two weeks ago, (laughs) you know, like just take another quick scan. Maybe there's something now that doesn't resonate as much or maybe there's something, you know, actually could put up another post in the next couple days about this, you know, specific topic. So they see my expertise here with some more details. Um, and that just make, make you feel even better. So keep them in mind, have a checklist to go through at each one as you go, even if you've done it a million times, I think that can be really helpful. Um, and yeah, I'd love to know if, if these, did these tips help you feel more confident in pressing send on a pitch? Are you going to put them into place? Does it make you feel ready to pitch something Tell me over on Instagram at Quotable Media Co. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this show, please subscribe to Quotable, a female millennial entrepreneur podcast, wherever you listen. So you won't miss the next episode and leave a review on iTunes. So other people will be able to find us easily. Also, don't be shy to get in touch with me or anyone you've heard on the show. We're all about connecting and our Instagram handles and contact links are always in the show notes or online at quotablemediaco.com slash podcast. If you want to join the community of other female millennial entrepreneurs, join our Facebook group by searching female millennial entrepreneurs on Facebook. Talk to you soon and see you there.